truth. Don't be making fun of that. Uh, we are back. It is your boy Truth It, and I am here with the one and only Trooper Joe, and this is Truth It in the AM. Uh, so we, we there's the Las Vegas incident took a lot of uh, people's attentions off of things that I hope we don't forget. Yeah. Uh, I hope we don't forget Texas, who's still uh, rebuilding and repairing yeah. after uh, the hurricane, and Florida, and Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico has been having some issues with the president yeah. of the United States. Do you want to kind of elaborate on what's going on with Puerto Rico and uh, the president? What's going on between the, the Puerto Rico and the pre- president's out of control. He's crazy, but we know that. Right. <laughs> he likes Twitter and stuff. And and the president, the president, you know, he's used to, he's used to people not getting in his face. Right. And if they do, he shoots back. Okay. And and the mayor of of San Juan got all up in his face, you know, and he shot back. To me, both these people were clowns. Both these people need to sit down and remember that it ain't about you. It's about all the people that you represent, that you service. You, you in president, you in the highest service bracket. You service the whole country, all the peoples. The 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 mayor of, of San Juan, you you service all the people in 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 the city of San Juan. Yeah, and the leadership. From the both of you have have to be a little bit a little bit bigger than what this childish name calling type of stupid action like this is. That does nothing. There's people actually suffering that need to be having their 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 needs addressed. President, you just don't have Puerto Rico to deal with. You got Texas and Florida. Right. You know that. Then, then you got other things on the whole world. You got Korea. You, you know, made war with everybody else in the world. So you're pretty busy at that. The, the mayor of, of San Juan. You need to. You need to find find a way to to get all this help in there that you need. You know, I you know I ain't faulting anybody. The way you run your city is the way you run your city. You know, the way I would do it is it, it might have been different and everything. I understand you didn't. And, and FEMA, FEMA, I know you're flat out. You know, you've been flat out for three, at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's flat out. You got to get, and it's all reactionary. That's what the problem is. The, the, the problem is reactionary. Yep. There's, a, there's a learning thing that should be taking the dress right now or when things calm down so that everybody becomes proactive, especially if you live in a place like, like, like Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for years you didn't get hit. <laughs> you know, you got hit, but it wasn't a Category Five hurricane, right? Know? And you, yeah, we can handle hurricane. This ain't my first hurricane. Yeah, it was. This is this is <laughs> this is a big one. So and, and it took you out. So you think the president's response to Puerto Rico has been fine? No, I think the president's response to Puerto Rico has been childish. I think the response to Puerto Rico by by the team of, of of FEMA and and the different the different type of um legal things that haven't been brought up. They only mentioned the Jones Act or something like that where mm-hmm. international things can't go in, in there and everything. Puerto Rico's been in a financial difficulty for a few years now. Mm-hmm. They've been on bankrupt verge of bankrupt. They're, they're, they're really in a lot of trouble. And what happened was, and this go back to Obama administration, nobody nobody really, really has been helping them really. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, it, it, it was starting to come a little bit up, you know, and, and starting to rebuild itself where his financial demise really took him out. And then the hurricane beat him back down. All yep. the way below the ground and everything, and I think that the the reactions of the president was childish. Well, but I think the reaction of the FEMA was the best that they could do at the moment. Maybe they could do better. I don't know. Because they didn't have a interest. And here's here's another thing. It is an island. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and not the childish island that the president says, uh, surrounded by water. Big water. Big, big water. water, yeah. No, it's an island. And on the island, you have your first reactionary teams. On right. The they live there. Yep. <laughs> it, it ain't like there's some magic umbrella over there that, oh, yeah, all this stuff don't affect you because you have to go help the people. No, mm-hmm. they live there. They get decimated just like everyone else. Right, and there's, there's only so much you can do when the water's still there. You have to wait for the water to go away. Yeah. It, it, it is it is an island and there was other things that maybe I think that they could learn from and take a little bit more respect for mother nature and realize that mother nature don't care nothing about you mm-hmm. you know so you know they they had enough time I think to where they could have prepared better right they could have stockpiled some kind of some some supplies or something like that they could have there's a whole bunch of they could have you know, mm-hmm. that, that are out there. And that's just, don't, you know, that's the reaction everything that people do. They could have done this. They could have done that. They should have done this. They should have done that. But I'm not the, I'm not the um, mayor of Puerto Rico. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. So President Trump lashed out at the mayor of San Juan on Saturday mm-hmm. for criticizing his administration efforts to help Puerto Rico after Hurricane Amir, uh, Maria, accusing her of poor leadership and implying that the people of the devastated island were not doing enough to help themselves. Uh, As emergency workers and troops struggled to restore basic services in a commonwealth with no electricity and limited fuel and water, Mr. Trump spent the day at his New Jersey golf club blasting out Twitter messages, defending his response to the storm, and repeatedly assailing the capital's mayor, Carmen Yulin Cruz, and the news media. The mayor of San Juan, who is very complimentary, only a few days ago, has now been told by the Democrats that you must be nasty to Trump, the president wrote on Twitter. Such poor leadership ability by the mayor of San Juan and others in Puerto Rico who are not able to get their workers to help. Uh, Mr. Trump said the people of Puerto Rico should not depend entirely on the federal government. They want everything to be done for them when it should be a community effort, he wrote. 10,000 federal workers now on island doing a fantastic job. The military and first responders, despite no electric, roads, phones, etc., have done an amazing job. Puerto Rico was totally destroyed. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing is, 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 is got the, it's got the real points in it surrounded by a whole bunch of childish little nonsense. Yeah, like they don't want to do anything for themselves. Yeah. That, that, I, I don't think that was no. fair. Yeah, that's not fair. It's like you, you can't move the trucks if you don't have the trucks and right. the truck drivers. It's like, how are you going to move the product if you, if you drive the truck, huh? Right. <laughs> Where? Through this yeah. water? Yeah, don't swim. Right. Yeah. Okay, got all these other things sitting offshore and everything. Then they focused on that. Yeah, well, we got all the stuff already right here. We can't move. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, yeah, there, there was a... There, the preparedness on everybody's side could have been better. Could have definitely been better. But name calling and all this stuff like this, that doesn't work. Nope, not at all. That doesn't work. And 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 um the the mayor I, from what I heard, she don't go to the FEMA meeting. She doesn't know what FEMA's even doing. Mm. It's like how are you gonna get service for your city if you're not there with your mouth open? You gotta find out what things are what where it is, what's going on. Where do we stand at, right at this time and then this time? Not just at this day and then a week later. You got to know almost on an hourly basis things are changing so that you can stay ahead of the and get the improvements in there for your people. And if you're not at the table, you're you're not missed. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has explained that the challenges are different because Puerto Rico is an island surrounded by water, big water. <laughs> Ocean water, as he put it on Friday. But in recent days, he has stepped up his public statements and dispatched a three-star general to take over the response. Mr. Trump's aggressive Twitter messages on Saturday were in keeping with how he has acted during other moments of crisis, notably notably when he assailed the mayor of London, who is Muslim, after a terrorist attack, asserting that he did not take the threat seriously enough. In the case of Mrs. Cruz, uh, Mr. Trump took her outcry as a personal assault on him, 
while other presidents generally ignore most of the criticism they invariably attract, Mr. Trump is not the one to let anything go unanswered. Yeah. Uh, in one of his books, he titled cha- chapter Revenge, writing that when someone crosses you, my advice is to get even. If you do not get even, you're just a schmuck. So uh, this so, is the attitude of the leader of the free world. Yes, like, yeah, it's like it ain't new, folks. Nope, it's not. It's not new. He wrote about himself. Right. <laughs> you know, a couple of times. He's got a few books about himself out there. He, this, this is what he does. You know, yeah. And the thing, and, and the mayor over there, if, if you think that you can intimidate the president of the United States, right. you're wrong. Well, uh, her response to Mr. Trump's tweet on Saturday, Ms. Cruz said that she would not be distracted by small comments and denied that she was attacking the president at the behest of the Democrats. Actually, I was asking for help. I wasn't saying anything nasty about the president at all. Right. That's the, that's the one thing that I missed about this whole story. What did she say that set the president off so bad, except for we need help? Yeah, I don't know what she said about we we need help. I I just know that the way she was saying that stuff was she she had a she she was educated up here in Boston, so you know what her attitude sounds. Like. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> you know, attitude's not all that well. She got that that high. I'm better than everybody attitude and stuff like that. You know. Then she's the mayor of San Juan. Mm-hmm. Brought her attitude down there with her. But it's it's like that's okay. She she's the mayor. You should. To, I'm sure that her thoughts and her mind and in her her mind, whatever she said and however she said it was directed, so that to get the help in she needs to get her city out of the the, the problem that it was in. This place was devastated. That's the whole people that people haven't seen devastation. People react on things from TV. I remember when my wife were Haiti, and they ran over to Haiti, mm-hmm. her, and, her and her father. My wife, so she, she's medical personnel. She's a doctor, so she ran over there going to do some good, mm-hmm. you know, because the father running over there going to do some good, and he got a, he got room on a plane from this other people. They all running over there going to do some good. Mm-hmm. Got over there and found out, what, what, what? They didn't even have food for themselves. It's mm. like, what do you think? You have to sleep on the floor. You didn't have food. I had snuck in her bag before she went out some power bars. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, because I knew what she was going into. I have seen devastation and stuff. They never seen it. And they and, ate and they power bars, didn't they? Oh, they, they were so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, just because you bring your little silly self there doesn't mean everything disappears in the sunshine. Right, right, right. No, you, you, you went into... Horrific places, and this is this is where all all these people saying these things. Those people in Puerto Rican Puerto Rico are there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. They're trapped in their houses with no food. They have to rely on the the whatever scavenging within themselves that they can do. Scavenging, rationing, talking with the the neighbors and everything. Anything that they can do to survive. They're in survival mode. You know, a hundred percent of the time right now, and they need need help. Definitely need help, and the help should be coming from the United States. That's how. It, but the United States just can't magically swoosh the help over there. It won't move. They can't. But uh, <laughs> if anybody would is able to help, it should be uh, it should be the president of the United States. And he sent yeah. the general over there. And according to her, the general was the one that said that there's not much that they can do at the time. So she pleaded with the president, and that's when the president got upset, I guess, and got uh, annoyed. But yeah, well, if you can't move the product to the people, and you can't bring the people to the product, mm-hmm. well, it just sits there, right? Until until you get this transportation up and running. The roads were impassable. The water had flooded out everything. You know that that there was. What are you going to do? Eventually, they're going to use helicopters and Chinook, but right. they can only go so far. Right, but that's not what that's not what the general said. On Friday, before she made the plea and before the president tweeted, the general, Jeffrey Buchanan, said that there was not enough troops and equipment to help Puerto Rico. He didn't have enough resources. So yeah. then that's when she said, President, 
your general saying we don't have enough resources, we need help. And that's when the president went off on her and saying that the Democrats made her do it. So well, I the, guess that's where the confusion came in. And the, I guess the, the general is not Colin Powell. So. Nope. So he, he don't know. The general go down there to assess the situation. That's his first thing he got to do. You got to get a plan. You got to get three plans, actually. You got to have three plans to work from. You got to have plan one. Let's see what plan one looks like. Oh, that might work. Let's mm -hmm. see what plan two looks like. That might work. Let's see what plan three looks like. That might work. Now you got to get the information from the people. Mm -hmm. You got to get it from the mayor. The mayor's going to say, okay. This is how my city structure is set up. This is how my reactionary force is, and this is where they're at right now. Which one of these plans does it fit into? Mm -hmm. See, that's, that's what they're not doing. You don't say, well, I'll go to the president. He'll make something happen. You can't make something happen because you're building the plan. You got to let time pass. You got to build a plan like that. And then it's like, where, where's your supplies? Over here. You know, where they got to go? Over here. How are you going to do it? Well, we can't go here because it looked like the, the ocean went there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we could go, well, we could put them on boats and bring them there. Yeah, but that's only a little bit of stuff. How are we going to do that? You got to work out that plan. We'll use helicopters. Yeah, that'll work mm -hmm. for a while. The, the best thing to do is let's call in the engineers maybe and dredge out some of this to drain off the water so that the trucks can go through there. It's, so you work off those three plans. You don't run over there and try to find somebody else to to, to make magic happen. It right. doesn't work. Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> so uh, the attack on the mayor, though, generated a backlash from celebrities and other people who noted that the president was spending the weekend in the comfort of his golf club <laughs> while he was tweeting out hateful stuff towards uh, a mayor whose home was uh, underwater, basically. I, I could definitely see the anger in the mayor. I could see the anger in the mayor. My my house is flooded up and you went to play golf. That's what Trump does. He had a golf course on Puerto Rico. Right. <laughs> I guess it failed or something like that. It's like, yeah, he don't even play golf. That's where he does business. Uh, a texter said they should drop the supplies from the sky. Yeah, the Chinooks. If, if they land in the water, they're going to float away. <laughs> they're still, I mean, I don't know. I think that one of the things they did do, they used... They used helicopters to pick up the big cooling trucks and everything and bring them over there to places where, where, where there was already some place they could put it down that had electricity to keep the refrigerators running in, in the trucks. Mm -hmm. Just bringing the, the, the truck there doesn't mean anything. Nope. They didn't have any electricity for the refrigerators. All those truck refrigerated trucks that they have with the supplies in them and stuff, they're all running off of generators that are fixed right there. It's not, all the electricity's out. They have such a logistic problem and stuff. Beautiful problem if you're looking at it from, from a leadership type of, of capability on how are we gonna really, really attack this, this situation. It, it's a beautiful problem in leadership. Is Donald Trump going to be president four years from now, three years from now, do you think? Do you <laughs> yeah. think he's going to make a second term? I think he's going to make a second term. I think he's going to make it. I think, I, think, I think he's too I universally think, hated. I don't think he's going to give up the first. <laughs> <laughs> he might not. I think, actually, I do think that Donald Trump has a, 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 a good... A, a better than a better than than fifty percent chance of, of retaining his presidency, and I think as as time goes on, I think that that if some of if even one of his little plans get it get enacted, mm -hmm. it'll boost his his credibility and, and stuff. get him up to become president. Yeah, nothing's for been time. enacted that he said now, so but he still he still even though he got low ratings, but it's like ratings. Where you get him from? That right, kid over here and. That old guy over there sleep, wake him up. You know, you know yep. it, it's like I think that Donald Trump, I think that Donald Trump is going to be able to do it again because I don't think that the, the Democrats got, they're too schizophrenic. They got way too many human rights issues that don't, some of them don't even mean anything. They need to get Oprah to run. If Oprah <laughs> runs, then Donald Trump is all done. It's a wrap for Donald it's if Oprah wrap. runs. Yeah. Every, everybody loves Oprah. 
Everybody love Oprah. Even even uh, Republican white women love Oprah. <laughs> Everybody loves. Nobody hates Oprah. Yeah, but Oprah's not a politician either. You know, neither is Trump. And no, he Trump, Trump's not a politician. You know, he's a businessman. Yeah, who, who loves negotiating. He right. loves negotiating from a position of power. I think that Donald and I'm 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 basing this on that the Democratic Party doesn't have any leadership. It doesn't have any direction. Mm-hmm. It's still talking the same old 1970 type of stuff, you know. And it's like you, you, we're not 1970. He uh, Texas says he lost the Spanish vote. Mexico and Puerto Rico. He lost Puerto Rico now. No, he ain't lost anything. You got a couple of people over there that Mexican and Spanish people. Does Puerto Rico have any electoral votes? Yeah, they got electoral votes. Do they? Okay. Yeah, they were territory, just like the Virgin Island. And nobody's mentioning the Virgin Island. It's an island surrounded by hot water. Big water. (laughs) Big water. Ocean water. (laughs) Ocean water. Well, Troop, uh, we're going to have to get ready to uh, go. But before we do, I would like to just uh, say quickly... If you are uh, if you are in a relationship with someone and you just meet someone for the first time, and this goes out to women mainly, you meet a man, he seems like a nice guy, a cute guy, handsome and everything, run his name and check to make sure <laughs> that he is not a sex offender. Exactly. I, uh, I agree. An eight-year-old boy was killed trying to protect his younger sister from his mother's ex-boyfriend. Dante Daniels, who just started the third grade at Oak Ridge Elementary School, was brutally beaten with a hammer during early morning, September 1st. He died from his injuries six days later. A criminal complaint states that 23-year-old DeAndre Cheney Jr. was performing a criminal lewd act on Dante's seven-year-old sister when the little boy stepped in to help. Cheney, who pled no contest last year, to a charge of failing to register as a sex offender was the ex-boyfriend of Dante mother, 28 year old Elizabeth Salone. The guy beat my grandson with a hammer. uh, Monique Brown, the child's grandmother said down to his spine. They couldn't even save his brain. The criminal complaint states that Cheney used lighter fluid during the attack and at a point turned the hammer and a knife on Dante's sister who survived. Trying to save his sister from the child molester, that's why he was beat the worst. According to an arrest warrant, the children were at home alone with Cheney when the attack happened. Uh, Salone, the girlfriend, had, the mother, had asked him to watch her children while she took her brother to work. Uh, while she took her brother to work, when she returned home, she heard one of her children crying. She told the detectives that she was struck at least three times with the hammer from behind as she went to check on her child. Cheney then tied her up and poured lighter fluid on her. He grabbed the police, he grabbed the car keys and some other items and left in Salone's vehicle. Cheney was captured a day after the attack in Nevada, hiding in someone's backyard. Um, stone that rascal. Stone him to death. Stone him. Twice. He, he failed to register as a sex offender. That's why he was arrested uh, before. But you have to be careful with who you're dating. Really? And before leaving your kids alone with them. Yeah. Even if, I mean, this this eight-year-old boy lost his life trying to protect his sister. Yeah. That's the, uh, to me, that's the saddest part. That's the saddest. It's it's yeah. depressing. Yeah. That, that, hey, that, I don't. I'm dumbfounded with this stuff. Stone it's like, him. He need to be stoned. The little boy need to be praised and never, you know, let, let out of the memories of, of at least his loved ones and stuff. And and the the mother, all the women, you got to choose wise. <laughs> right. I know that it may be hard out there, you know, but there's good men out there. But it, you shouldn't just be looking for a man. It's like, I don't know what happened to your first husband. Mm-hmm. You know, not doing anything to the victim, you know, making her the victim or something like that. But yeah, I I agree. You, you gotta you you gotta protect yourself. You, mm-hmm. you you know, just because somebody looks good and smells good and 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 washes up and cleans up nice, you know, ask some questions. And if you get red flags and everything, say, well, we can be friends. 
right. and move on, you know? I mean, but, you know, like, there's sex offenders. I know, like, my yeah. wife, she's always looking at the list of sex offenders that live in the neighborhood. So she knows she knows exactly where every sex offender's address is in this neighborhood. Yeah, that's, that's the idea behind the registration. But a lot of people, a lot of uh, people don't do that. But this man... He he lied. He probably lied to her because he never registered as a sex offender. That's why he got arrested. Yeah, he probably did lie to her. It's like, yeah. You, I mean, really? I don't know. Uh, I I have a problem with uh, a lot of things in this story. The mother, she lost an eye. Um, she uh, was also when she came home to go check on her kids. He hit her from behind with the hammer, tied her up. And they said that she'll never uh, receive her eye. Uh, both Salone and her daughter survived, but Salone's left eye was damaged during the attack. Uh, this is now you guys can't see it. The listeners out there can't see it, but uh, that's the guy who did the killing. He doesn't. He looks like a uh, you know he he look, doesn't look like a crazy guy or a guy no, that would do something like crazy guy, like that. But still, check it. Check this stuff out, people. Yep. Uh, you know? The mother will probably never be able to see out of her left eye. And my granddaughter will need a lot of help. You want to talk about needing counseling. Oh. That poor girl is going to need all kinds of counseling. Oh, yes. She was sexually assaulted or watched her brother get killed. Her yep. mother get beat up, beat up herself. Yeah. She's going to need a lot of help. Right. She's going to need a lot of help. Absolutely. And, and, and there's, there's no way to predict that, that somebody is, is capable of doing these things. But at least ask some questions, you know, and, and watch. If you see... Strange behavior from somebody, you know, it ain't like you would with, I don't know how long you were with the guy. You I, know? It doesn't say. You know, but it's like, it, it, the longer you're with him, the more you would have seen the behavior. But, but you know, it, it, it's like, if you see strange behavior with somebody, walk away. Uh, Brown said, even after Dante's death, he's continuing to help people. A four-year-old boy received Dante's heart. So at least he was able to donate his heart to someone else. And they were able to, he was able to save someone else's life. Well, that's a good thing. Yep. But, you know, still, you don't want to lose your, your son, you know. Right. In, in, in any case. But, but again, just like you said, check out these things, you know. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't look... Look right. Don't go there. Yeah, never. Ne- I, I I urge, please do background checks. You can get background checks yeah. on boyfriends. Get a background check. It might cost you a lot of money, but it might save your life. Yeah, or, uh, or just use your own common sense. Right. Yeah. You know, if somebody just, if, you know, don't get caught up with. Oh, that's my boyfriend. He's big and tough. And well, mean. child molesters are really sneaky too. So this I guy. Guess. Uh, you know, this guy waited for the mother to leave to try to perform the acts that he was performing, and he's sick. But he was arraigned on murder, attempted murder, and charged with lewd acts with a child under 14. So hopefully he gets the death penalty. Yeah, get the stoning penalty or something. Get the Tukish penalty. Yep, a texter said it's hard to hide a lie that long. It is hard to hide a lie yeah. that long. But, uh, you know, this is why I am... A firm believer, I'll say it again, a firm believer in the death penalty and people should be stoned to death. You should not be allowed to be on death row for 20 years, 15 years, while this person had no choice but to, had no choice in the matter and was killed instantly. You know, this boy, he was just, he died just trying to protect his sister from this sick man. And now this sick man's going to go through the legal system oh, yeah. and, and not be uh, found responsible. And it's going to take a long time before he's found responsible for what he did and it's before he has his day. I hope he has his day sooner, though. Oh, it's a sick know, world, Troop. It is a sick world. And he just gets to, some people like jail. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I right. just think some people are just as comfortable in jail as they are on the street. That's why they need death. You know, and I don't know if this guy likes jail or not, but he needs stoning. He need, he needs some, some serious punishment and stuff. This boy, that, that was just, that's just mean, beyond, beyond repair. And His I mugshot, he looked too happy. True, that's yeah. the problem. That's what makes me mad. He don't look like a, he don't look like a person whose life is over. He looks like a person who's just, oh, well, I just got caught. That's it. Yeah, and it's like, man, you're, you're, you're a totally vicious killer. You kill, kill little kids. Stone this man to death. No, no, kill little kids. You want to have some kind of crazy sex with little girls. It's mm-hmm. like, 
what's up with the world? You and you got it. You you got the mama. Yep. Go have sex with the mama. Right. <laughs> I don't know. True. You know, it's a what, sick world. What, I, yeah. It's like what's I don't get that. It's like I don't see. I don't understand pedophilia at all. It's like I don't understand this. Well, Troop, uh, that's all we got for today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening and, and, and tuning in as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Uh, it is being your boy, Truth It, and I am here with Trooper Joe. Yeah. And then this is Trooper Joe, and I'm here telling people to, hey, go out there and have that fun. And like I said in my post, have that fun means to love thy neighbor. To go on out there and get all the love you can, give it out, take it in, roll it around, put it in a cake, bake it. Have a whole lot of fun with it and everything, and 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 let's 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 just let's just go on out there and, and have fun with life, live it. Right. You know. Uh, we will see you guys uh, at twelve o'clock on ninety-one point three FM, Voice the Voiceless, WCUW Radio. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys there. This is Truth It. I holler. I'm Truth Joe. I'm out. Had that fun. I got an answer. Uh, this is, uh, Bruce from, uh, North Brookville, and, uh, you are tuned into, uh, uh, Truth It in the AM, uh, be prepared for some, uh, craziness. Let's go. I mean, someone needs to do something somewhere, Troop. Some place. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2017. It's my daughter's birthday. Thank you for tuning in and logging on. And welcome to Truth It in the AM. It is your boy, Truth It, and I'm here to address any and all things when it's time to and it's time to. And making sure that I'm sending out positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. Uh, I'm here with the one and the only two real to be phony. Trooper Joe is in the building. I'm in the studio, right? In the studio. That's right. right. New coat of paint. (laughs) Yeah, I'm noticing that. (laughs) Try to make it look a little bit more professional. Looks a little brighter. Yep. The gray. Well, thank you for those applause, folks. And I'm glad to be here. We've had a... A real rough weekend, and looks like we're gonna have some real rough times coming up too. For see what, what um, we talk about. Very very rough re- weekend. Uh, every as everybody knows now, we had a shooting in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, there's a uh, fifty people, fifty nine people were confirmed. People. Yep, confirmed dead. Five, Over four hundred. Five hundred twenty seven or nine people wounded. Wounded or injured from injured. the stampede mm-hmm. that uh mm-hmm. that ensued from the shooting, and true, it's a scary, scary world. It is a scary world. This is just ridiculous. This is this is this is beyond control. You you know what's the scariest part to me? We, we we become so complacent and we become so full of ourselves that we think that we thought that these things can't happen because we've had so many near misses and we've gotten ahead of them by accident. Yep. Like in New York with the car bombing or something like that that the guy had, but it didn't blow up. That mm-hmm. was an accident that it didn't blow up. That would have been, that would have been horrendous if it had blown up. You know, it, we 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 just seem to have so much luck l- lately in the past that we oh this can't happen to us. You know, mm-hmm. this ain't gonna happen to us. Here it is. Not only that, but Puerto Rico too. You know, it it's like this is this is this is the world. We need to we need to really come together as a people. You know, and and stop all this 
this division that we have among ourselves. And it ain't even, it ain't, you know, I, I saw some texts and stuff like that, and it really made me sad. You know, one text that, not, you know, I know Facebook or something like that, and he, mm-hmm. and he Facebooks out there, well, you know, if it was a black man, we'd be at war right now or something like Come on. It would be a war zone. A war zone. Yeah. It, it's like, come on. What, what is the need for this kind of silly victimized justification? You know, this is a, this is a, a incident that affects everybody. From that, he wasn't shooting just at white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was shooting at people, any old people, any old person that walks around down there. And uh, yeah, I'm sure that the stereotypical view that that this person might have was, yeah, this is a country western, country western thing. So everybody's white. I go to country western things in Wyoming, Colorado, <laughs> Utah and stuff. Everybody ain't white. Right, <laughs> you know, most of the cowboys out there doing the stuff at the rodeos and stuff. They're from Houston. They're black. You know, it's like at least if you're going to be thinking thoughts like that, increase your amount of knowledge so you really have the right the right picture that you're painting, and stop saying silly little nonsensical things like that. Right, this is terrible. Well, uh, the shooting started from a, it was during a Jason Aldean, a country music singer's concert. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it was an outdoors concert and the shooting occurred from the Mandalay Bay hotel, a hotel room, a hotel window. And there's, uh, videos everywhere of where you can hear the sounds of the gun going off. And it was a machine gun. Yeah. He he modified the, um, recreational assault rifle, assault rifle, the AR-15, the well, it's modeled after the AR-15, I believe. Yeah. And you, you modify it because you you you're able with the with the stock that goes on it, the part that sits in your in your shoulder, it puts enough pressure so that the 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 thing just keeps firing. Yep. You don't have to be pulling the trigger. It's a mm-hmm. You just hold it at that one spot, and it just keeps right on firing. And he modified both those weapons with that stock handle, so. The two uh, um, rifles that he that he used, hundred hundred bullet magazines. Yep, he fired into a crowd of twenty two thousand people. Yeah, uh, it was a Route ninety one Harvest Music Festival, and the set was interrupted by automatic gunfire just after ten p.m. Uh, the country singer ran backstage immediately, but unfortunately, the people could not get out quick enough. Uh, a stampede ensued, and uh, there was a lot of people injured from gunshot wounds. There were 59 people killed, again, and uh, authorities identified the shooting, shooting suspect as Stephen Paddock, a 65-year-old male from Mesquite, Nevada. Yep, up the street by the hour. Yep, uh, police confirmed that Paddock died in his hotel room from his self-inflicted Inflicted gunshot wound before they used an explosive to break down the door. At least 23 weapons, many of them rifles, were discovered inside his house. So inside inside the hotel room. There are 19 more in his house. Oh, yeah, inside inside his his hotel room. Um, Why is it easier to get a gun than to uh, get a BB gun almost? I don't know. This is just How is it so easy... For people to get a hold of so many different kinds of guns, too. Yeah, this is crazy for somebody to have that many weapons. Like, what are you going to do with all those weapons? Obviously, you're going to shoot people. They don't do anything but kill people. Right, that's what they're... They're made for killing people. They're not made for hunting deer. They're not made for outdoorsman stuff. They're made for killing people. That's right. And... I don't see a hundred round magazine shooting a rabbit. They do rabbit. Right. <laughs> there won't be no rabbit left. Yeah, um, that that's all they can do is kill people. But yet yet we have this we 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 had this fascination in this country with with muscle cars and, and guns. Yep. And and ladies underwear. Yep. <laughs> uh police believe Paddock was the sole shooter, though his motive is unclear. The FBI said he has no connections to an international terrorist group 
in an interview with NBC News on Monday, Paddock's brother said the family is completely dumbfounded by the news. We are completely at a loss. And I can see why he was dumbfounded at the news because during that interview, he sounded like the dumbest human being on planet Earth. I don't know how he could have gotten a, what He's not that type of person. Oh my God, there is no signs. The man had an army in his house. Exactly. It's like, what do you mean there were no signs? Lots of signs. And then I bet it, I, I don't know. We'll have to see when things come out. That location was, wasn't was random. Nope. It, it, I've only seen the pictures, you know, looking at it in, in the newspaper and stuff like this. But if, if you were lower than like the 25th floor of stuff, there was a tree that obstructed part of your view. Right. So anything higher than that, that 32nd floor and higher would have been even better. But that was a great location to set up a, a hive to, um, to, to, to bring that amount of carnage on there. And with a well-lit arena down there, mm-hmm. it's like that's shooting the fish in the barrel. Yep. Because you're not aiming at anybody. You're right. just putting it out there. And there's nothing really obstructing obstructing your bullets to make you know that so I can't really believe and then you got twenty three weapons in the room. I can't really believe that this boy was having visions or something like that from ghostly figures saying go out there and kill people or something. I I'm not I this was thought out and planned. Yep. Uh, Jason Aldeans, whose concert was going on during the shooting, broke his silence on Instagram. Tonight has been beyond horrific. I still don't know what to say, but I wanted to let everyone know that me and my crew are safe. My thoughts and prayers go out to everyone involved tonight. It hurts my heart that this would happen to anyone who was just coming out to enjoy what should have been a fun night. Heartbroken. Stop the hate. There you go. The only thing I really like about the last part, we gotta stop the hate, folks. Yep. We gotta, we gotta put, we gotta put a. You wanna buy a gun? Buy a gun and shoot the hate. You know. Yep. We got, we we gotta stop the hate. This is out of control. This doesn't have make any sense to me. You know, it 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 really doesn't. In within the country, it's like, what is this? What you know? Why are you taking your anger and your misery out on all these innocent people? My question is, why do we have such a gun culture yeah. in this country that we have? So, true. Do We're you cowboys. believe that? <laughs> see, but this is not nine. This is not the early nineteen hundreds. There's no more cowboys. And with soldiers, I, I guess. But uh, so, do you think there should be more gun control? I think that nobody should have a gun. I don't have a gun. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't really see the need for having a gun. Even in the service, I didn't carry a gun half the time. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, you know, it's designed for one thing and one thing only, and that's killing people. Yep. You know, inflicting, you can't hide behind it. Bullets ain't but about this big, you know, and, that, and, and that's a... <laughs> and they explode they bigger in people. Ones, but yep. yeah, you can't hide behind it. You can't hide behind the weapon. You know, I don't see what it's good for. Hunting? Yeah, okay. So you're, you're a hunter? I could, I could see... That's because we call it a sport, so you need to go out and hunt. You don't need an automatic rifle. Yep. You don't need something with a high-powered scope that that that's military-grade scope to go out and hunt. That ain't hunting. Nope. <laughs> you know? That's killing. Yeah, that's killing. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. we need that. I don't know what we would do with all those guns to take them off the street. And this phony, make-believe thing, I need a gun to protect my family, you know, and from who? Right. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're just making people crazy with all these guns. And, and wh- where do you, what kind of family you got? You right. Know, what, what do you have? Who are you, Tony <laughs> Soprano? Yeah. What, are you a gangster and your family's <laughs> under threat from uh, the mob or something? Yeah, it's like, uh, you know. It's, I know it's a cool, it obviously it's a bad world out there because I mean this this kind of stuff could happen any place yep this could happen it does not to that degree you know with the, the amount of firearms but somebody can look like you can just literally get past security in in um in a Walmart right or something like that or in a mall yeah you could just walk up from your car 
walking up there and shoot the security guys and go in there and kill people. Right. <laughs> uh, it's beyond debate. Yeah. Well, before before I get into this part, uh, the Tennessee shooting. Yeah. Uh, where the black guy shot at the people in the church. Yeah. They found a letter, and it was supposed to be a reverse Dylan Roof. Um, it was a, uh, yes. He, he was a the shooter was a black man. He went into an all white church and shot up those people. And oh, he only killed one though. Yeah. Before they got the gun away from him, and uh, he wanted he he had a note in his car saying this is for Dylan Roof. So he wanted to do the same thing. Yeah, well, we got craziness out there. Stupid, stupid. And yet he found a way to get a hold of the gun. Got lots of stupid out there. Yeah, uh, and what we do, we put numbers on it. Yep, we make it. We glorified. We just made this guy a, a cult hero to some crazy militia people and stuff. But he's got the record. Yep. he's got the most kills and mass murder and stuff. He he did got the most guns. He 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 inflicted all the most time. He will go down in the history <laughs> books as the largest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. He's not a superhero, guys. No, he's a he's piece a, of trash. He yeah he he suffers from white madness. Yeah, it's it's like that's just crazy. He's a sick individual. I don't know if he knows he was sick or not. He's a sick, sick individual. Anybody who, who, who worships this guy, and wants to compete with him, I said we want to. What's this competing anyway? We want to. Some people just like that guy who put the post out there about you know if this was a black, but that's just making up competing stuff. Yep. It, it's like what's the need for doing this? It's like this. This really doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Anyone who can pick up a gun and go shoot people too that they don't know for no good reason, mm-hmm. even even for a good reason, that takes some kind of a, 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 a something with your brain. There's yeah. an issue with your brain to be able just to go and take a life for no reason, even for revenge, is just to me. It seems like there's something wrong with you. That's the way I look at it. I know it's not easy to kill. No, nope. I don't like killing. I don't think it's an easy thing. I mean. The only thing that I heard that that reminded me of the realistic part of this was, I guess there was two people, they were on the roof in the bar up on there, Mm -hmm. and they witnessed the whole thing from the roof. Mm -hmm. But the view was, because it was so well lit and everything, there was so much carnage, they were seeing the the people down below dropping and Mm -hmm. and, um, the blood all over the place and stuff. And uh, these guys need—they need counseling. Yeah. They—they—they're—they're they're afraid. People was totally fearful for their lives and stuff. They had never seen such carnage. Well, the people that were down there also need counseling. Yeah. That where the bodies fell right next to them. If I was a person that's sitting there, even for the simple fact that I'd have to like lay on top of my wife. And say, stay down, stay down, stay down. Let me shield you while we're listening to gunshots and watching people fall around you. That would be enough for me to need counseling myself. Oh, yeah, because we we see clean death. Yep, we see it in the hospitals. We 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 get around it and we have somebody comb their hair and stuff like that and yep. wash their face and, and and we say cute little nice words to and them. You fold and their hands and, on their, yeah. their chest and it's, it's all neat and then and then. And then we, we, we sensationalize it like, I heard the final death breath. <sighs> or some craziness yeah. like that. We have, this, we have this, this clean fascination with death. Mm-hmm. And we're scared to death of that. Yeah. <laughs> now, just to see this horrific real stuff, like this is what bullets do to you. They just don't, the bullets aren't designed anymore to go through you. Mm-hmm. Because they know that's not effective. They're designed to go in there and and just tumble, so right. that it it just rips out everything as it tumbles its way yep. through there. So it it's just not a little light hole with trickles of blood coming in and coming out. You know, it's 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 there's nothing there. Nope. Tore y'all up. Well, true. What's indisputable is that this shooting, like the Pulse nightclub shooting before it, and the Newton shooting before that, yeah. and then the Columbine before that, is will land. This will land in the political culture that is deeply divided on the proper role for guns Gun. in society 
and the need for or lack of a need for stricter gun control measures in the country. I know, but I, you know my fear is the gun lobby is so powerful mm -hmm. and it's so big that that it's not going to have an uh, effect. It's going to be a two week type of uh, ordeal and then and then back to normal. You know. Oh no, uh, true. When whenever there's a mass shooting, historically, even even now, right yeah. going on right today. Gun gun sales go up. Yeah. Whenever there's whenever there's a mass shooting, more people buy guns. The gun stocks, even in David, I was reading earlier today, the stocks for gun makers are skyrocketing right now. Whenever there's a mass shooting, more people. Oh, I gotta get a gun just in case something like that happens around me. I'll be able to protect myself. I don't know why. I don't know. Um, you're useless if you had a gun. You right. got shot by the police. Right. And they should shoot you. Right. <laughs> you know. You can't reach that guy. You don't even know where he was. They didn't um, know he was in 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 the, the the hotel's not there. It's way over there. Yeah, they know where he was. You pull out your little your little sidearm or a rifle or something like that, and then you get shot. Right. There's uh, no need for guns anyway. There's no, when a gun is used to commit a crime as an act of mass violence. Two schools of thoughts immediately assert themselves, both of which seek to explain the genesis of these incidents. One is we need more gun control laws to stop the cycle of violence. And the second school of thought is bad people will do bad things no matter what the gun laws are. Yeah, I think that second should be first. Right. Bad people do bad things no matter what the gun laws are. Because you, you're not going to take away guns from everybody out there. It's just not going to happen. Why? Because you you can get way too many illegal guns out there now. The illegal we we let it get to where it's out of control. That we're oh, reactionary yeah. people. Hello, Chicago. <laughs> exactly, Chicago. You go to Chicago, get all the guns you want. It's <laughs> right. just, it's just it, it's just there's too many weapons out there. Yep, there is. And and because of that, people people know where they are. People have weapons already. What's this guy? 23 and then 19 in, in some place else. He got over 50, 50 weapons. Right. Well, you know? uh, I don't know. Hopefully something will come out of it because a majority of Americans think gun laws should be made stricter. They uh, should be made stricter. But the problem is this guy didn't show any any signs of, of uh, if you look at him on paper, mm -hmm. he showed no signs of being somebody to do craziness. Maybe when you stockpile a, gr a bunch of weapons for no good reason, that should be a warning sign that, or a red flag. Totally. But if you he walk in to buy a, a, a gun singly at a time, mm -hmm. that's why I know this had to be planned because he bought he must have been buying guns for a while. Right. He looked like well, yeah, I, I'm I'm a millionaire. I I I fly a plane. I I uh, I think he had investments in other businesses and stuff like this. Oh, yeah, I like to go to Vegas and gamble a lot. But mm -hmm. Who doesn't like to go to Vegas and gamble a lot? Right. You know, okay, you can buy a gun. You look like an upstanding citizen. Yep. You know, it, well, look at here. You done bought about 50 guns already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I compare them. I like to put them side by side. Uh, my cousin, <laughs> he has a troop, but like the, the way I have my belts on my wall, yeah. my cousin has guns on his wall and he buys his wife guns. He bought her one for her birthday and then her next birthday, he bought her a different one. A lot of people are just gun collectors. They just collect them just that's to a, have them. Yeah, but that's just a word. Collector. Yep. You take it off the wall, put the bullets in it, and be a gun, <laughs> a gun right. shooter. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I, I guess there's a lot of people who buy guns just to have them for show or, you know, put them in a pretty gun case. And I true, I, I, I don't <laughs> understand the psyche behind people who get guns. It's, I don't, it's crazy. I don't me. get, I'll, but I'll tell you, I like knives. Okay. I, I see. It's the same thing. I know. I, I like. I don't put them on the walls and stuff. I do like knives. I, I like swords. I, I have. A, I have. I have a. Uh, um, a patent saber. That's that's a. Uh, that's the one that you see in the army with the. the Where they lead? Yeah, yeah, with the thing that goes over the hand that protects the hand. Yeah, I fence. Uh huh. Uh, you know, um, I'm not active in the fencing as much as I, I was before with, with the USA Fencing Association and stuff like that. I like fencing and stuff, and you know, I I I do Aido, which is sword barring and and 
and cutting with the in the Japanese style. I studied mm -hmm. that when I was when I was really active in karate for a long, long time. I really enjoyed knives. But, you know, I train with them and stuff like that. I know how to, you know, I train not so much with disarming people with knives and stuff or, or killing people with knives. I got the military training from from some high-end type of things like that, how to, how, how to use a knife and kill people and all kinds of stupid stuff like this. But that ain't why I collect them and use them. But I, can, I, I, I guess maybe there's something for the gun, but I just don't. Put them on the wall. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot I of people do. They, yeah, a lot of people do. They collect. The people collect all kinds of things, too. Yeah. I still and practice guns with. Guns one of them. In my cell, I practice with the episode. That's the smaller one like this. Yeah, I still practice with that. Mm -hmm. You know, down in the cell. And it keeps me flexible. I can lunge probably around eight to ten feet still. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, just a, from a from a standing position and just lunge like that. Mm -hmm. I could still move that distance and everything. And you know, I'm I'm good in my sixties and stuff like this. I can, you know, I move twice as far as a twenty five year old. You know, mm. So there's a lot of benefit that I get out of practicing with the swords and stuff and with the knife. But I don't just hanging on the wall. Okay. I got so hatchets. Uh... I got hatchets too. I throw them. Throw knives to mm. <laughs> throw stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Fifty-five in in the latest Gallup numbers, fifty-five percent of the people said they wanted stricter gun laws, while ten percent wanted less stricter gun laws. So there's still people in this country that <laughs> yeah. want, that think gun laws are still too strict. Uh, two, uh, four in ten people live in homes with guns. Yeah. Four in ten people. So there's ten houses on my street. Four of them got guns in it. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know, I know on my street, there's several people I know, they got guns in their house. Yeah, I that, hear guns popping off up there near, near holding and stuff here in Massachusetts every once in a while. I, what is there, I know, a gun range? Nah, they're shooting at the coyotes. Oh, I know they're okay. shooting at okay. the coyotes. It's okay. like, come on, that coyote ain't going to bother you. And it's not an automatic gun, is it? No, it's a single shot gun. Okay. I know they're shooting at the coyotes because I know the coyotes are up there because they're deer up there. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, three quarters of gun owners believe that owning a gun is a fundamental freedom. They think it's the American way. It used to be the American way, but look at look at the American way. Yep. The, want to see my shirt? Because this is what what it grew out of it. Ranger. Now, this is where the Second Amendment was was instituted. It was at the development of before rangers were rangers. Mm -hmm. That's what's called ranging. So you had to protect the little villages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So everybody owned a gun, and you right. go out at night when it's your church, and you'd walk the periphery of your little your little village type of area to protect from the from the, the hostile Indians, which I would be one of, yeah. you, you'd have to protect. And this was called ranging. So mm -hmm. you'd be out there on patrols. I, you ain't patrolling anything now. Nope. <laughs> Why you need a gun? Right. Because that's before they had police forces to do that. You had to maintain the security of, of your, your, your environment. And and that's that that's what that's what all this Second Amendment was about. All right, it's, it's not about I need to own a gun so in case the bad guy comes in my house and then I shoot him. It got nothing to do with that. It had to do with this ranging type of stuff. Right, and that's where they developed in the ranges. Uh, most gun owners they cite protection as the yeah. main reason why they own guns. Uh, there's been a sea change over the last two decades when it comes to reasons why people own guns. Back in 1999, uh, majority, a near majority said the main reason why they had a gun was for hunting. Protection was the second most common reason. Now, protection, uh, now hunting, protection has become the second, the first reason. Uh, hunting has become the second reason. Hunting, they over the dogs don't hunt. <laughs> right. They drink. Well, yep. They drink. <laughs> yeah. And they drink. And they drink and then they shoot things. And people. Yeah, shoot people, shoot everything. Yeah, I run in the woods not during the hunting season because the people is, they. Right. 
They can't tell the difference. They drink. Oh, look at that bear. That must be a Sasquatch. Shoot it. <laughs> they uh, and I don't care what colors you wear. They think there's a store out there where, where animals can buy different different furs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they, they don't hunt. Nope, they don't. <laughs> uh, just one in three Republicans see gun violence as a very big problem. Uh, I, that's a lot of uh, Republicans. I thought. Oh, so they just got shot up themselves a few months back. Oh, that's right. The shooting in uh, Virginia, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, majority of Americans, 50% 50 say gun violence is a very big problem. Yes. Another one, Another one in three call it a moderately big problem. Those numbers are hugely split along partisan lines. Just 32% of Republicans call gun violence a very big problem, while two-thirds of Democrats say the same. So it's the majority of Democrats, just like Hillary Clinton, who came out yesterday or the day before say yesterday, saying that gun control, we need to, do, to talk about gun control and we need to do something about it now. Yeah, the, the talking about it isn't going to get it done. We talked about it till people blew in the... Everybody in the planet knows that guns are only good for one thing. I don't care whether it's a person you're killing or an animal you're killing. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. Okay. You, you could talk about, well, I go to the range because I like to shoot the targets and, and you know, I like to do this and everything. So you become a more effective killer because it can only kill. You could shoot the target all day long if you mm -hmm. want to. But sooner or later, you're going to get tired of the target. Right. Uh, <laughs> Republicans don't believe access to guns increase likelihood of mass shootings. Okay. Shoot them with a, with a cucumber. <laughs> right. Uh, mass shootings like the one in Las Vegas are all the evidence for Democrats. America should need to be convinced or of the need for stricter gun measures, but most Republicans simply don't draw that same sort of connection between gun ownership and these violent episodes. I wonder if the Republicans are one of those types of people who thinks that if everybody had a gun, there'd be less shootings. Uh, that's just stupid. Well, okay, so let's... What about the shooting in uh, Orlando last year where the guy went into the club and shot up all those people? If someone else had a gun, they might have been able to shoot him. There's always that if someone else had a gun, they might be able to shoot them. Guns don't give you courage. Okay. Guns can only kill. The guy walking in there and starts shooting all over the place and you got a gun, what's the first thing you're going to do? It's a naturally, duck. you're going to duck. Yep. You're not going to be standing there and busting bullets back and forth. That's TV. That ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. you, you might just stand there like a deer in the, in the headlight. Just like that, mouth wide. Right, right. And suck up all the bullets. He's in there. The guy coming through the door, he's on a mission. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a crazy mission, but he's still on a mission. He has an agenda. He's going to inflict as much carnage as he can. And you, whether you got a gun or not, you ain't going to be pulling that out. This ain't the... This, it's because you, the familiarity with pulling that out and reacting to that gun, you don't live that type of life. Mm -hmm. You may want to believe that you're some kind of superhero or something like that, but in real life, you don't live that type of life. It's a foreign type of life to you. There are yep. some soldiers, I, 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 there are some soldiers who, and, and some some high-end police that train all the time for those type of situations and stuff like that, and they still will freeze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they still. You know, they, I remember being um, when, when, because it's a funny story, so I'll tell it a little bit. Mm -hmm. We were on patrol, and my patrols were small, four or five men patrols, and we was patrolling this thing, and 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 this hand came up and <laughs> grabbed grabbed one of one of my team members by the foot, mm -hmm. and he got all these guns. You know what he did? He did that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what we did? We laughed. <laughs> Like, he get grabbed by the foot by somebody from underneath the ground that was the enemy, and, and he's panicking, and we're laughing at him. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you could be inside that situation, and you got a gun. Mm -hmm. And we're all trained on, on responding and stuff. More, the high likelihood of you responding with shoot, taking out that gun and, and being able to identify the, the perpetrator and all these things, is really, 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 really low. Mm -hmm. You know, the gun is 
pretty much useless in that kind of situation. Wow. And there's no shielding either. You pull it out, you're probably going to get shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it won't work, folks. It won't work. It's, it, 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 we, you just don't, we don't really live in an environment where that comes to play. Yeah. Well, uh, there's nothing we can really do about this one. This one has already happened. There's yeah. nothing we can uh, do. We can't go back in time and stop this from happening. But there's things that we can do to stop the future, uh, future shootings or future mass shootings. I think people need to get rid of their guns. Just need man up. Put the gun away. Go take up. Take up boxing, karate, fighting, or something like that. Take up knitting or crocheting or cooking. Or some take up some other sport and everything, but it's something that's physical and it's going to increase your health and your well-being and your mind. Mm -hmm. Go to school, learn some things in books and stuff. Take really just take up some other sport. And if you really have to be a hunter because you think that's well, that's my heritage or some craziness like that, there, uh, all right. But you know. The gun should be stored in a place that's that's away from your house, not in your house where you have access to them all the time. Right. You know, and 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 if you really want to protect your house, the best protection in the world is called your neighbor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's your best first line of protection, because if you got good neighbors, you know who visits the neighbor's house. You know, you see people sneaking around in the night like this. You call the police or you just put your lights on and they think second about I When I'm blessing in the guy's house and stuff like this, I open the door. Hey, what up? You know, mm -hmm. it, you, you, it, your first line of defense should be your neighbors. But how many of you people can know your neighbor? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, sure, don't know them. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to get ready to uh, take a quick break. But yeah, before we yeah. do, I just wanted to say rest in peace to Tom Petty. Tom Petty passed away. Uh, yeah. 62 years old he was. 66 or so. 66. And uh, he don't back up. Yeah, he don't, don't back, back down. down. <laughs> yep. I'm going to stand my ground and I won't back down. Uh, rest in peace to Tom Petty. We're going to miss you, miss your music. Free Fallen was one of my favorite yeah. songs as well. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and uh, we just wish you and your condolences out, send condolences out to your family. And to all the people who suffered the tragedies out there. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 I can't say anything. Just, just that's about it. Yep. Sorry, to, sorry for your losses and... Uh, you know, may God bless you. And all you other knuckleheads who want to try to make it into something else for your own entertainment, grow up. Yes. <laughs> it's not about you. Yeah. Grow up. All right. See you right back on Truth to the Near End. Yeah. I'm going to mention. Are you a manufacturer, dealer, or distributor in the following industries? Agricultural equipment, material handling, construction machinery, power generation, commercial and retread tires, transport refrigeration, marine, heavy trucks, automobile, temperature control, utility vehicles, maintenance and repair, or something else, then Curry Management is for you. Distribution analysis, dealerization, and dealer distributor development are the top three services provided to manufacturers. We at Curry Management provide this along with the best practices groups, profit improvement workshops, merger and acquisitions, business valuations, and leadership management development to dealers and distributors. Do you own a closely held private company? We at Curry Management provide business continuation services, succession planning, leadership development, and other staff-related management training. Curry Management pride themselves at always being ready to assist manufacturers, dealers, and distributors with today's business challenges. Help yourself. Connect with Curry Management. www.currymanagement.com